Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to this special five-part podcast series sponsored by Affiliated Monitors, which celebrates Affiliated Monitors' 15 years in business as the first entity specializing in independent integrity monitoring. Founded in 2004, Affiliated Monitors provides independent integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally and across almost all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitor on matters ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in nearly 750 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance programs, visit this podcast series sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. Over this five-part series of Why Culture Matters, I'm joined by Jay Rosen, the Vice President of Business Development at Affiliated Monitors, who is the sponsor of this podcast series. Corporate culture exists in a space between what an organization professes and what it does. It is important to pay attention to corporate culture as disconnects in this reality can be quite costly. Think about the continued imbroglio around Wells Fargo. In this series, Jay and I will be exploring key aspects of corporate culture, including why it matters, what influences culture, the CCO's role in culture, assessing culture, and how to use that information to improve culture. I know you will find this series very useful and quite enjoyable for every compliance professional. In this episode two, we consider the factors that influence a corporation's culture. This series is a special presentation of the Compliance Podcast Network. Thank you for listening. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, back again for part two of our five-part exploration of why culture matters with Jay Rosen, uh, VP of Business Development at Affiliated Monitors, the sponsor of this podcast series. Jay, welcome. Thanks, Tom. So, Jay, today we're going to take up the topic of what factors influence a company's ethical culture. Certainly, um, you guys and you specifically have talked about senior leadership's role but uh, maybe start from there and, and uh, uh, go where we should next look. Happy to, Tom. So as you said, let's take a look at senior leadership today. A company does not have an ethical culture unless top management commits to going forward. Employees not only listen to what senior leadership says, but more importantly, they watch how they act. Employees look for signals about what really counts in your company. But you must then move down to the implementation of these goals. Employees want to know, is senior leadership committed to the company's core values? Equally important is a sense of organizational justice and fairness. Employees not only want to see that they will be treated fairly, but they also want to see that there is not a delineation of favorites or non-favorites in the company. As we discussed in the last podcast, it's senior leadership who really drives the alignment between incentives and performance. So, Jay, the um, you've talked about justice and fairness. Does that extend to uh, or rather go from things like discipline all the way through promotion, uh, discretionary bonus payment, uh, the way employees are treated in the workplace? 
or is it something else? No, it's it's what you just articulated, Tom. Um, you know, one of the key elements for any effective leader is listening. And our senior leaders in the organization listening to the people. Do they give people an opportunity to be heard as to whether the employees are receiving those messages? Do senior leaders get out of the ivory tower and go out into the field and meet with employees? Are there town halls or other types of group interactions? Do employees see whether the leaders are living those kind of values? All of this means establishing good communication from management and line staff and to actually have the fair implementation of all the decisions we just discussed. If senior leadership never takes the time to go sit with people, have an all-hands meeting, or just reach out, have a cup of coffee, see how their employers are doing. Those kinds of behaviors are important in terms of driving ethical behavior from the top. So, Jay, we are both uh, the father of daughters. Uh, I have a single daughter. You have uh, two lovely twins. Uh, And I think many of the lessons we learned in fatherhood also apply around culture. And it really leads me to ask you, why is it crucial for perception to equal reality, both with uh, raising our daughters and uh, in the corporate world? Yeah, good, good question, Tom. So, um, you know, a lot of the situations that we look at are firms that are global in nature. And by visiting national and international business locations and Really, the important thing here is we can't stress, stress enough. We're, we're saying culture, culture, and culture, but we're also saying listening. And, and I try to be an active listener uh, when my daughters are interacting with me and trying to understand what they need. So by visiting national and international locations, senior management can further share the mission and the vision of the company, and employees will have a greater understanding of how it applies to them in the field. It is crucial here for perception to equal reality. It's one thing for your chief executive officer to say she has an open door policy that she wants to hear from anyone about illegal conduct or the type of conduct that is antithetical to the company's values. So as we all know in the news today, opening the door to whistleblowers. However, if employees do not bring forward any information because they're too afraid to approach the CEO, then there's an obvious disconnect between practice and reality at the company. It gets even worse if in their past there's been retaliation for any employees who have raised his or her hand to report anything that does not uh, meet up to the company's standards. Employers are watching for signals on what is important to senior leadership. If top management says compliance is number one, but a person who skirts the rules is not disciplined or worse, rewarded through promotion for such a conduct, then unfortunately that word gets around real quickly. So, Jay, uh, let's, can I maybe expand on that a little bit by asking uh, what does a company do or how should they think through the top U.S. salesman who may engage in cheating on his expense account if they've just fired four salesmen in Brazil? for cheating on their expense account? Well, first of all, that just, that can't happen. Or if it does happen, then your culture is not going to be taken seriously. And, you know, as I just said a couple moments ago, word gets around quickly. And, uh, you know, if we go back, I know in the last episode, we talked about Wells Fargo, correct? And how people were trying to make their numbers on their own and they couldn't do it. And then they saw institutionally 
other salespeople were getting rewarded for illegal illicit behavior. So it's just there needs to be going back that institutional uh, justice and people have to understand uh, how the system works. And it just is unacceptable to have that top salesperson rewarded. Um, you know, it's more than simply modeling conduct. It means running your business based upon ethical values. A key insight is how senior leaders treat their staff. But if senior leadership is only driven by the bottom line, that message will also travel quickly among employees. In short, words and rice, they might be even important. They might look great on a letter on top of your code of conduct. But in this situation, action speaks much louder to words. Uh, in the end, there needs to be an alignment between what top management says, coupled with core values, and what the organization says together they will do. This all comes from senior management getting out of their office, talking to employees in the field, and seeing not only what they think, but how they feel. No company aspires to be unethical, and most employees don't want to engage in illicit behavior. But if senior management does not talk to employees, they will not know how their messages are being received and, more importantly, perceived. Well, Jay, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time at on this episode, but I hope our listeners will join us tomorrow where we take a laser dive into the role of the chief compliance officer in strengthening an organization's culture of ethics. I look forward to continuing the conversation. Thanks, Tom. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of our new five-part series on why culture matters. This series has been sponsored by Affiliated Monitors, and I'm joined throughout this series by Jay Rosen, the Vice President of Business Development at Affiliated Monitors. If you have any questions of Jay, you can reach him at jrosen at affiliatedmonitors.com. You can reach me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. I hope you'll join us again for another episode of Why Culture Matters. This special five-part podcast series has been a special presentation of the Compliance Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.